are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, everybody? What is good? Finally, it feels like it's been a, a hot minute since we've actually been in the studio. I feel like it's because we're actually broadcasting on a Friday this particular week. Um, so maybe that is why, but also because your girl right here has been so busy, so busy with exams, and I'm not the only one just saying this right now. Um, thankfully, I have the platform to to sort of raise awareness of it, which I'm really, really grateful to my friends here uh, at CFRU for actually giving me this this opportunity to sort of talk about it, because I think it's really important to talk about it specifically because uh, we're, uh, you know, broadcasting from Guelph and, uh, of course, University of Guelph, you know, it's been going strong for so many years and um, tis the season right now. You know what I'm saying? It is exam season right now and everybody's just going crazy and, um, I mean, we everybody ha- does have the right to go crazy somewhat, but... Um, Listen, it's all about keeping that balance. So you do have to study. That is very important. And um, you do have to go to your exams on time and like do them to the best of your abilities and all that. But still, you need to keep your sanity somehow. So whatever works for you, you know, listen to music, go to the gym, work out. I don't know. Get some sleep. Yes, sleep is very important. (laughs) Um, Drink some water, keep hydrated and also eat a lot of food. I mean, not. I'm not talking about fast food or junk food. Definitely eat a lot of fruits, um, eat a lot of um, non-processed carbohydrates. So yeah, just just take care of yourself, man, because it's it's really tricky out there. Um, you might get busy with all the stuff that you have to catch up with, all the stuff that you have to study and go through, and you might actually forget about yourself, forget to take care of yourself. But you have to keep yourself in mind because hey. Like you're you're the subject of your of your life, if that makes sense. So you have to keep yourself healthy and well in all aspects, like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Just take care of yourself and you got this man listening. Okay, whoever's listening to this right now and um, this doesn't just apply to university students out there. Um, Even if you're going through stuff at work or whatever it might be and you're listening to this, you're sort of um, going through struggles and you don't know what to do. It feels like, you know, some things are just out of control and whatnot. Listen to me. You have to take care of yourself first and then after that everything will just fall into place so that is my advice to you guys out there your um uh, friday afternoon uh, rather (laughs) your friday afternoon daily dose of motivation so there you have that and uh, i don't want to keep ranting about myself but um your girl right here i mean it it probably won't get uh, as bad as this for you guys out there but i got an exam tomorrow morning at 8 30 in the morning Okay, I have an exam on a Saturday. So uh, if you thought your life was kind of hard, well, here you go. And I'm not trying to complain because it is what it is. And I'm just really happy about, you know, sort of looking forward to that aftermath 
feeling when I hand in my exam tomorrow morning and I come out the room and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did that. And then I'll be so excited for the night. Uh, like the the night of uh, tomorrow because tomorrow night ladies and gentlemen we are going to be having UFC 236 and that was a great segue Janon at a girl okay <laughs> okay so that is actually what I'm really looking forward to like I said um, uh, when I come out the exam room tomorrow that is the one thing that I'll be thinking about and excited about because it is pretty exciting. I mean, if you look through the whole fight card, um, not just talk about the main card, but also the preliminary fight card, it is stacked with so many great fights. And yes, like not not all of them are, are stacked with um, um, bouts that uh, include well-known fighters. And that doesn't mean uh, that the fight, uh, like the quality of the fight is going to be bad at all. Not at all. Because these guys, the ones that you haven't really heard their names and they're fighting in on this UFC fight card, well, you know that they're going to bring it because this is, this is like their major opportunity in life and their professional career to show themselves to the world, show, like prove to everybody how, how good they are really as a fighter and all that. So, um, <laughs> As you might have guessed, so that was a great segue from all that motivational stuff to UFC 236. Yes, you guessed it right. Today, we're going to be thoroughly um, breaking down this UFC 236 card, which is happening in, in Atlanta. Whoa. Georgia <laughs> and it is going to be really really exciting and um, yes you probably already know it is going to be headlined by a great um, lightweight interim uh, championship fight between uh, Dustin Poirier and the featherweight champion Max Holloway so Max Holloway is actually moving up a weight division to lightweight to fight for the interim lightweight belt and that is going to be your main event. And for your co-main event, we are going to be having another interim championship fight, which is going to be between Kelvin Gastelum and Israel Adesanya for the middleweight interim title uh, belt. So that is all going to be really exciting. And I think these are the two main uh, fights that I really want to break down today. Uh, because you guys know I already talk a lot and uh, I just want to when I talk about something I really want to talk about it in, in thorough detail so hopefully we're gonna have enough time just enough time to to thoroughly break down those two fights and also before we get started um, oh also another um, event that is actually happening tomorrow night is a great boxing match. Uh, actually, this is um, allegedly set to be the greatest. Okay, I, I'm I'm quoting um, um, this uh, this news outlet that it's going to be the biggest bout uh, in women's boxing history. And so I'm talking about a fight, a great fight between the IBF, WBA, WBC, and IBO middleweight champion of the world. Clarissa Shields, who's going to be fighting off against Christina Christina Hammer, okay? So this fight is going to be really exciting because we have two uh, female fighters, two female boxers who are at the top of the game, and I can't really think of anybody else right now in, in the women's roster in boxing who's as good as these two ladies out here. So these two ladies um, are going to be fighting uh, tomorrow night, okay, in New York City, and uh, I know we're, we're also going to be having UFC 236 happening on that same um, fight night, uh, rather, um, um, just night overall, Saturday night. But um, if you if you're interested and if you have time and the pay per view money, 
please make sure that you watch this fight between Christina Hammer and Clarissa Shields. I mean, it is going to be really, really exciting. And it's going to be a great showcasing of talents, power, and um, just just some um, skill overall. Because when you're at this level in boxing and you've been, I mean, you've already put, gone through so many milestones in your uh, uh, boxing career, not just amateur, but also professional. I mean, Clarissa Shields, she's been um, an Olympic gold medalist twice like in two consecutive Olympics and Christina Hammer too she's actually undefeated and um, she's 24 and 0 which is actually a great record so it's really interesting to see how um, both of these ladies are going to perform on fight night tomorrow and um, who's uh, who's actually going to be the unified, the new unified middleweight champion of the world. So, like I said, it's going to be very, very exciting. Make sure you catch up with it if you have time. And what else, man? So, yeah, let's get right into it, to breaking down UFC 236. But before we get started, I really want to briefly touch on um, this uh, major news headline that broke out a few days ago. And I know everybody's already talking about it, especially if you're into MMA and um, you're familiar with um, the person that I'm going to be talking about uh, right now. You've heard so many things, so many um, uh, viewpoints actually on this issue that I'm going to talk about right now. But okay, I'm just going to briefly talk about it. Um, just, uh, just sort of raise awareness of what's going on right now with this current issue. So you might have heard that TJ Dillashaw. So TJ Dillashaw, we've talked about him many times on the show. He, um, should I say, was uh, the bantamweight, uh, the men's bantamweight champion of the world. He um, defeated so many um, high-level athletes um, in, in the weight divisions that he was fighting at. So he fought at Bantamweight, defeated the, the former champion, Cody Garbrandt, and he won the championship title for himself. So he, before that, he was a champion, and then he lost the title, and then he got back, fought Cody Garbrandt, and then he won back the, uh, the Bantamweight championship of the world. Right. So he became the champion again. Everybody was applauding him. Everybody was applauding him also because he had actually recently changed camps. Um, so he used to fight at California and then now he was fighting in Colorado out of a gym in Colorado. And uh, he physically even looks so much better. And he looked like he had improved his cardio and endurance. But everybody was attributing that to the fact that he was uh, fighting and training at a high climate because he was fighting in Colorado. So that was everybody's mindset um, until uh, a few days ago, the news broke out that USADA, the United States Anti-Doping Agency, had, had revealed that TJ Dillashaw had actually failed a drug test. They, they wouldn't say what the substance was, but they just said that um, TJ Dillashaw ne needed to uh, relinquish his title, his bantamweight title, because um, there was a really high chance that he was going to be suspended. And so TJ Dillashaw, what was really interesting was that he immediately, when the news, uh, like when the news actually broke out in one outlet, he himself came out saying that he actually himself wanted to relinquish his own title and that um, he said that it is what it is. Like, I just want to let go of the title. Um, this is a decision that has been made by USADA and I respect it. 
But, uh, you know, that was actually really surprising because if you have been alleged of doing something wrong and that is your reaction, well, that is actually a bit mm, suspicious because that could actually prove that you have indeed done something wrong. Now, everybody was really curious about what was uh, what was the thing that T.J. Dillashaw actually did to to um, to have him test positive in that in that um, blood test by USADA. And then USADA recently, I think a few days ago, like it, it was two days ago, actually. Yes. USADA revealed that T.J. Dillashaw had tested positive for EPOs. Now, if you don't know what an EPO is, EPO is pretty much erythropoietin, which is the precursor to your red blood cells. Now, if you do EPOs, it means that you, listen, you don't want to get muscular. You don't want to get jacked like Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay? All you want to do is you just want to increase your stamina. In what way? I will tell you in what way because you are trying to increase the amount of red blood cells in your body, trying to increase the the delivery of oxygen in your body. And what that does is that you won't get as tired uh, as, as, as fast anymore. You can actually keep on going, okay? So that will increase your cardio, your stamina, and your endurance, right? So he was allegedly doing that, and um, that was that actually did make a lot of sense, especially because, like I said, Tijet Delsha was the champion at bantamweight, and bantamweight is is actually a very light weight division. It's 135 pounds. So in those lighter weight divisions, it is it is essential, crucial, that you have a lot of. Um, endurance and stamina because if you don't then what are you even doing in that lightweight division the lighter dudes are known for being super fast um almost inexhaustible and just going out there um uh, having the best conditioning in, in in the game and just going out there and fighting their fight right so because of that it did it sort of make make sense when the united states anti-doping agency said that tj delashaw had tested positive for epos and it did make a lot of sense and Teach Dillashaw has yet to come out and uh, put out an official statement saying that, oh, like, that's what I did. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. He still hasn't done that yet. And I don't know. I really don't know what to say because we as the fans, I mean, you guys know, I think I've talked about it here on the show as well. I've actually been a huge fan of TJ Dillashaw's and I was really, really surprised that he actually doped to get to the level that, uh, that that he was at the time. And I feel like he didn't really need that because T.J. Delashaw, he was, a, I mean, he still really is a talented fighter and a very skilled fighter. And I feel like he could have gotten to that point, to that championship point, even without doing EPOs. And doing it clean would have um, made it worth so much more. So I just don't get it i don't understand why he would do it because i feel like as an athlete he was even without doing epo he was so much better uh, even on a, on a whole nother level than anybody else in that roster in that bantamweight roster when he was fighting at bantamweight and when he became the champion at bantamweight okay so i just i just don't get it it doesn't make sense to me and i wish tj delshaw would actually come out and say why he did it and i know a lot of people are saying man janan you're so naive like why would anybody else do do steroids or doping 
Well, I mean, you you would do that if you don't believe in yourself. If you don't believe that naturally you're a- you're actually capable of going out there and doing whatever you need to do. But in my opinion, uh, I, 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 I always saw TJ Dillashaw as someone who was exceptionally athletic and who had a lot of skill and talent. And I feel like this was totally unnecessary for him to, to do. And I feel like he could have totally done everything that he had accomplished so far without doing EPOs because he actually had that potential. So when the news broke out, I was really, really shocked and... I mean, I, I know a lot of people are out there saying, oh, you shouldn't defend him because he did something wrong. He's a dirty fighter. Listen, he has always been one of my favorites, and I'm not trying to defend his action right now. I'm just um, simply putting this out there to, to say that I'm really shocked as a fan, as someone who's been watching him for his whole career. I'm just really shocked at the news. And I really want him to come out and and just say something about it. Like not, if you don't want to defend yourself, if you don't want to defend your actions, if you actually do regret your actions, that is totally fine. I just want you to come out there, at least admit to what you did and just give us an explanation. Why? Why did you do it? Because like I said, I feel like there was no need at all for you to do such a thing. So that is my opinion on that issue. And um, this is a very, very hot issue, which is why I really wanted to talk about it today on the show. Um, This is not going to be the first and last time that an athlete at the top of their game is going to dope to get to the level level that they are. And um, until there is sports, there is going to be cheating and doping. But we just have to understand uh, the underlying cause. Like, why would someone even do that? And if we are able to to cure and treat that underlying cause and and problem, then there will be a really high chance of us as the world, as the sports community, there's a really high chance of us eliminating this issue once and for all. So that is my opinion on this issue. And enough of that. I think it will be proper now to get right into it. Just dive right into breaking down UFC 236. All right. Now, this fight, uh, this whole fight card, rather, is going to be really, really interesting. You guys already know. And uh, one thing that I want to point out is that I feel like uh, the UFC, ever since they made that switch from uh, their their own uh, media platform to broadcasting all of their fights on ESPN. I feel like there's been a lot of marketing on on uh, major and rather mainstream um, sports networks like ESPN because last night I was just browsing through um, the TV guide and then I came across TSN which is like the Canadian version of ESPN and they were actually playing UFC 236 countdown and um, sort of previewing this um, upcoming fight card on Saturday nights and this is really interesting because um, never before have I seen um, a major mainstream um, sports ne- uh, network do something like that for a pay-per-view card you actually had to like subscribe to those channels and it wasn't like any mainstream sports outlet would actually do that but now they're doing it and i'm so proud of the ufc so shout out to them for making such a great business choice and here we are ufc 236 like i said it will be happening in atlanta and uh okay first of all let's talk about the main event of the evening because it's it's a very very interesting fight 
like I said, we are going to be having Max Holloway fighting off against Dustin Poirier. And to your um, um, surprise, to everybody's surprise, this fight is actually going to be happening at lightweight and it is going to be an interim title fight. Now, you guys probably know, I'm just going to briefly talk about the, the background and the history of the lightweight division. So currently, the actual champion, the undisputed champion is, of course, Khabib Nurmagomedov. And um, we saw uh, why he became the un like the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. Because the last time that he fought, he was fighting Conor McGregor. And at the time he was the champion, he defeated Conor McGregor. Therefore, he retained his title. Now, the thing is, because of all the drama and all the post-fight um fights and brawls that broke out um, uh, between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Conor McGregor. Both of these guys have actually been suspended for a long time. But that does not mean that this full weight division, this whole lightweight uh, weight division is supposed to go go on a, a pause and a stop. Well, it actually needs to, everything needs to move forward. And so what the UFC is doing is that they're having an interim title fight between these two guys who are at the top of their game and the interesting thing is that Max Holloway, um, who's going to be fighting off against Dustin Poirier in this case, he, he doesn't normally fight at lightweight. He's actually the featherweight champion of the world. And for this particular fight, he has to move up a weight division. And this is going to make it so much more interesting because Dustin Poirier, he's been fighting at lightweight for, I would say, um, for the past at least uh, six, seven years. Um, yes, I think ever since 2012, he's been fighting at um, uh, lightweights. So he's really well established in this weight division. But Max Holloway, all, uh, all of the great fights that he has had, he's had all of those fights in featherweight. Okay, so it's going to be really interesting to see uh, whether or not this um, uh, this lack of weight cutting sort of is going to affect Max Holloway because after all, in this particular fight, he's going to be like t at least um, 10 pounds heavier than what he usually fights at, at at featherweight. So is that going to potentially affect his performance in this fight? It'll be interesting to see, and I can't really tell you um, how it is going to be for sure, because like I said, we haven't really had Max Holloway uh, fight at, 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 a, at a heavier weight division so far, especially ever since he became the champion and ever since he got to his prime. Like I said, it's going to be really interesting to see how things play out, but overall, talking about the the... Uh, strategies of these guys so both guys are very strong strikers so max holloway i'm just going to talk about his fights at featherweight obviously so max holloway he's because he's so tall for his weight division i think he's 6'4 for um, um uh, the 145 pounds weight division which is actually really really tall and that gives him of course a lot of advantage a lot of physical advantage because when you're tall well um, your your limbs are also really really long so when he does throw a punch he can throw it from a mile away and i know that's a bit of a stretch but you know what i mean because when you throw your punch from such a great distance, when you throw it out of the range of your opponent, well, uh, if, if you do throw a punch, your your punch is going to be absorbed by your opponent. If they even want to react by throwing a counter punch, 
it won't be effective because your sotao, like you've established your own range, right? You can you can throw throw your punch, but your opponent cannot touch you because you're so far away because of your long limbs. Because if you stretch your hands, okay, there's gonna be really long distance between you and your opponent, but your opponent can't touch you if you're that much taller than your opponent. And in this case too, hmm, Dustin, Dustin Poirier is not as tall as Max Holloway. So I'm really interested to see whether or not uh, Max Holloway is going to establish that long range again, like he usually does in, in most of his fights, and uh, potentially keep Dustin Poirier on, on the outside. Because if he does that, well, that will be the most uh, effective defensive thing that he can possibly do, especially because we, we know that Dustin Poirier... Um, he's the type of guy that wants to get close to you. And when he does get close to you and he throws his punches, they're all uh, like almost always going to be power shots. OK, and that is dangerous because we don't want Max Holloway to, to absorb all those powerful, sh powerful shots, because if he does, then there's a really high chance that it will go down. So we don't want that. So Max Holloway, in order to be successful in this fight, I would recommend uh, that like how he usually does, he needs to keep up the volume of the punches that he throws and he also needs to maintain that long range between him and Dustin Poirier. And Dustin Poirier, on the other hand, like I said, his his main advantage, I would say, in this fight against Max Holloway is that when he throws punches, he throws them at such a high um, uh, power um rates okay so this is actually not something that max holloway does because even though he does throw a lot of punches he doesn't throw them as as powerful so dustin poirier in this case has this advantage over max holloway and so if he is able to um uh, to to make those uh, powerful shots count well he's going to be winning this fight for sure but like I said, it's going to be really tricky because it's the first time uh, in a long time that we're going to be seeing Max Holloway fight at, at a um, heavier weight division than, than what he usually fights at. And then Dustin Poirier, this is his chance. So we'll see how he does against Max Holloway in this fight. And also, another thing I forgot to mention, these two guys have actually fought before. Okay, so a long time ago, when Max Holloway was only 20 years old and Dustin Poirier had more experience than him, um, the two actually fought. And uh, when the two fought, unfortunately, because Max Holloway did not have a lot of experience in the, in the fight game, he lost the fight to Dustin Poirier through a submission because he, he was um, in the first fight that the, the two guys had. Max Holloway was really aggressive and he was going at it. OK, but then Dustin Poirier, he took his um, time and then he threw a counter punch he threw max holloway to the ground and then he got him in a really awkward position on the ground and he submitted him uh, through an arm bar so um that's uh, i when it comes to experience yes in some cases it is important to have experience over you could say hype okay because that would ultimately help you um, determine um, solutions to your problems if you're really stuck in the long run. But in this case, Max Holloway, he's gained so much more experience. There's a reason why he is currently the champion at featherweight. And Dustin Poirier, too, 
um, uh, there's only been more experience adding up to his whole, uh, you could say, reservoir of experiences, okay? So this fight, I'm so, I'm dying to see this fight, okay? Because it's going to be so interesting. I'm a huge fan of both of these guys. They're both grinders and hustlers, and I'm just really curious to see how it is going to be playing out. And man, oh no, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Man, we ran out of time, but you already know the co-main event of this, uh, this evening is going to be Kelvin Gastelum versus Israel Adesanya. And then, of course, we're not going to be, uh, be having enough time to talk about it today on the show, but you know that it is happening for sure. And so, yeah, man, all I have to say is that make sure you catch up with this whole fight card. It's going to be really, really exciting and interesting. So, um, yeah. There you have that. Yeah, so UFC 236 in Atlanta, Georgia, um, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. Yes, so unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Man, oh, man, it passed so fast, but oh, man, okay, whatever it is, what it is, as Max Holloway himself usually says, it is what it is. But make sure that you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And in case you're interested, you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. One last thing. Again, make sure you watch UFC 236. And until next time, it's your girl Jana right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.